Welcome back, everyone, to episode 8 of the Bucktooth Gremlins. Today's episode is entitled Follow the Leader. So today we're going to focus on the sidekicks in TV shows, movies, books. We actually do know how to read. Um, so some of our sidekicks appear in books and novels and, and other things. And I'm, I'm still recovering from fights. Well, when you said follow the leader, I thought we were going to get into a little Eric B. and Rakim thing. Remember that rap? No, I can't do that right now. Follow the leader. Rakim is Follow the leader. Uh, today's episode is brought to you by Wellington Movies. WellingtonMovies.com. Wellington, Florida. That's my theater. And if you're in, uh, a lot of people are going to be traveling coming up in the next few weeks, if you're heading down to Florida, please check out Come, Wellington well, Theater. Wellington Theater down near West Palm Beach. You know, it's the uh, nice polo capital of the world. Springsteen lives down there. Bruce? Bruce Springsteen. And oh. so does Vanilla Ice. Comes in all oh, the time. Look, oh, I love Vanilla Robbie Ice. Robbie Van Winkle comes in all the time. Water polo? Regular polo? Uh, regular polo. Uh. So I think today we're going to look at you know the, the sidekicks who are sometimes overlooked in their, their influence on movies and television and entertainment in general. Every great character has every great character has a great sidekick that follows. Most of the time. A lot of times. And they're often overlooked. So we're going to give these people some love and some spotlight that we think they deserve. Like who? Like who? Oh, you know me. I'm starting off. I'm headed down to Hazard County. Oh. Roscoe <laughs> P. Cole oh, Train. You have got a serious, serious Dukes of Hazard problem. Uh, not as bad as your Indiana Jones problem, but we'll, well, get, that's we'll coming, get into that. Okay, that's, com- that's coming up. But what is it with you yeah. and the Dukes? I just, I just love the Dukes of Hazard. I was, I had the Dukes of Hazard toy, big wheel, I had everything. Now you can, okay, and we also have to clarify here. With sidekicks, no duos. No duos. Yeah, duos. We have another episode we're going to be doing on best and worst duos. So no duos here. It's just sidekicks. So it can't be Bo and Luke. No, it's not Bo and, and Luke. And I doubt it's going to be Enos. No, or Cooter. So who's the sidekick? It's Roscoe P. Coltrane, the sidekick to villain, city commissioner, Jefferson Davis Hogg, also known as J.D. Hogg. And Roscoe and his dog Flash, they were you know instigating with the, uh, <laughs> the Duke boys. Flash. Yeah. Was it like a basset hound or something? Flash yeah, yes, Flash hound, was a right? basset hound, and it played by uh, James Best, and you know he was the the heavy of Boss Hog, and he just every episode he was involved in something going sideways, and the boat, the Duke boys had to figure out the problem. Boss Hog is a amazing character, and they are related. Roscoe is Boss Hog's brother-in-law. He's married to his sister Lulu. Boss Hog's married to Lulu. <laughs> Roscoe Roscoe never did anything right. Never, right? It was always wrong. None of them ever did anything right. Yes, they did. The Duke boys are always trying to right the wrongs of of Jefferson Davis. Talking about the sheriff. No, he was a corrupt sheriff. Enos was good. Enos had good heart. Here's here's my question though. Why did Enos get his own spinoff show? That's like that's like why did Joni and Chachi? Oh, that might be one of the worst spinoffs ever. (laughs) That's a whole other character. It's a whole other episode. (laughs) Joni loves Chachi. Because I could, I would debate. That Dukes of Hazard was a better show than Happy Days. Ugh, fire up for that one, pal. Not right now, but not right no, now. But fire up for that one. More action, day. better characters. I mean, Potsy Weber. <laughs> Kuda would hit him over that with a tire wrench. All right, who was yeah, an narrator? Uh, on, who was an narrator on Dukes? Waylon Jennings. Yes, nice. Okay. So I love Roscoe. You know Roscoe. me. I love some. I love some Hazard County. Yeah, I could do without it. <laughs> I could do with Happy Days. I'm, I'm going to take one. I'm going to go right off the bat because I know Pete's going to have an issue with it, but I'm going to call out Robin. Nope. Batman and Robin. <laughs> nope. As a sidekick. No. No. Call, no. Yep. No, Robin yes. is a Pete. What is their Robin. name? Batman, Batman and Robin. Robin. What is their tag name? They are what? 
they're referred to by some people as a dynamic duo. Exactly. But they're that's a duo. Not, yeah. no, no, that's, that's not a side. Batman thing. started out solo. Yes. And then he took on a, a young charge, trained him as Robin. There's been several iterations of the sidekick Robin. And each iteration was training to become the Batman. Here's a question. Could Batman survive without Robin? Yes. Can yes. Robin survive without Batman? Probably not. He's a sidekick. He gets, until he gets older He's a sidekick. and better trained. And that's yep. basically what has happened. There, were ver- there are various iterations of Robin. There's Tim Drake. There's Jason Todd. There's Dick Grayson. They're all training to become I, the Batman. Right, they're Ross, not training, basically. They're his sidekick. But they're a duo. They're a team. Not Batman all the time. No, no. Batman will keep Robin and not take him. You can argue that any one of these guys are a team that we're going to discuss. Not one of our sidekicks has their name in a title, though. It's Batman and Robin. No. uh, No, there's got to be more that we have that have the name. Some people are associated with one. Like, there's probably one on the list that we'll get to that where you have associations. The comic is actually called Batman. Yep. The TV show was Batman. Yeah, a lot of the movies were Batman. There was only one one Batman and Robin film. You like Roscoe can't survive without Bullet's Hog. He loses job. Batman's dead without. Is that, Robin's dead without Batman. Yeah, Robin can't. That's not, what I think. He's not he, dead Robin, without Batman, yeah, he's not but dead, he's definitely but. not. He's a standalone character for sure. But without Batman's tutelage, Robin isn't Robin. He's always behind Batman. He's a sidekick. Like when they scale up the walls in the old show. Yeah, he's his right hand man. <laughs> yeah, he's a sidekick. Not to go off topic. Who was the, who was the worst Robin? Uh, in comics and film, there was film. only like uh, film, film or TV. Who was the worst Robin? I don't know. It depends because Burt Ward was like he was there. Campy, He's the best. Like I got it, to meet him. It was in, really yeah. I got it in the vein of the Batman of the time. That's the way the Robin was. And then you had who was it? Chris O'Donnell. Chris O'Donnell. He was a Batman. He was a Robin, but. Uh, and technically, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Yep. Yeah, I would say out of all, me, Joseph Gordon-Levitt probably, even though it was a different iteration of what Robin was going to be. He was actually going to become the Batman at the end of that, right? I was actually going to say Chris O'Donnell because he was kind of annoying. I don't think Robin's gotten enough love in uh, in film. He right? definitely has a lot of love in comics. Comics, absolutely. Yeah. He, you know, he becomes no, Nightwing. The film has never gotten him right. right. He becomes Nightwing. He becomes Red Hood. He, he does a lot in the comics, Robin. He gets definite love in the comics. Well, let's hope James Gunn Rectifies it now that he's taking, oh, yeah, he's taking over DC over, and taking over DC. Gets us a better Robin. But for me, he's he's a sidekick until he goes off on his own and he becomes whatever the next iteration of that Robin's going to be. All right, okay. I, I just don't know if I agree with it. <laughs> That's all, all right. right. My next, my first, actually, is Sala. Oh, here we go from Indiana Jones again. Indiana, Indiana Jones, Jones series. That's uh, a surprise. Shocker for Peter. Look, you guys bring up Dukes of Hazard. Twice, twice. You brought. I think you brought right. up Raiders every podcast we've right, done. Here is my point about Sala being a good sidekick. Movie food, Indiana Jones. <laughs> you bring it up. Uh, vehicle, yeah. Indiana Jones, and that's Sala. Bad <laughs> dates. Movie food, bad dates. You'll be on it. Are they um, more of a duo? No. Indiana needs him when in- he goes to his country. That Sala's like the man in that country. Yes. Indiana goes to him because he's the man. Right, but and Sala. Saves his life a couple of times. Yeah, but I'm just I'm trying to figure but, out. All right, to, but, to your, but to your point back of Robin, can Indiana Jones survive without Solly? Yes, he can. They're not yeah. a duo. They can survive without each other, yeah. 
they're not a duo. And is Salah in it enough to be a on a, he, How many adventures is he actually Th- on? With three, Indiana? three of the four films. I don't. He wasn't yeah, no, in remember the, second the one, one with his father. He goes with him and the father and Salah. Are is it are they at the end together? Or no, Salah always seems to disappear. No, Salah's not. I don't think. I, I is, don't. Think is he Salah's, the new one? Is he going to be the new one? His CGI, yeah, he'll probably be like twenty years old. It'll <laughs> be like forty. Is it new one a time travel film? It is. is that what's no, it's a Lord. time travel film. Are you going to see it, Pete? Don't please. I don't need. He's going to cry. Next week after seeing the new Indiana. The only thing I'll say about it is the trailer looks better than the Crystal Skull trailer did. But they've had a lot of problems supposedly with this new Indiana Jones film. They're now reshooting the ending. Oh uh, really? Probably uh, because they killed him off, and the audiences hated it. I bet. No, mm. Salah's my choice for a sidekick. Right. He's there with him in the trenches. He's got his back when he needs it. Helps him out various times in the series. Bad dates. Bad dates. <laughs> I am the monarch of the sea. Yeah, Salah's uh, my choice for my first sidekick. Uh, my second uh, guy, I got Tonto from Lone Ranger. Kimosabi. Yeah, Tonto. I know you know people look at it today as a, as a you know a different type of character. I guess you know if you have to take things in context. When Tonto was made, Tonto was developed just so the Lone Ranger could have someone to talk to. Yeah, and he—I he, mean, you look at a career, radio, television, movies. Tonto and Lone Ranger have been around for a long, long time together, and Tonto really helps the Lone Ranger through everything that the Lone Ranger goes through. Johnny Depp did a really, really good adaptation of of um, Tonto. And I've never, yeah. unless you can make the argument in that movie, actually, that Tonto is the lead. I gr- that, yeah, yeah. I think, yeah. He definitely like, springs out as the lead in that film. I think, they, I think Disney and Johnny Depp gave Tonto much love, well-deserved love over the years that he's been in the American you know, lexicon of, of radio, film, and television. Just an old-school character that's been around for a long, long time. And that film was a disaster. And, I actually liked it. It's really, really long. It's long, but I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was really cool. Yeah. I think I only saw it once. I don't really remember that. I then, don't have a lot there of I saw it once only. I, I had the, the action figures. Wasn't there in the 80s the Lone Ranger movie? There was a Legend of the Lone Ranger. That one was a dis- That was never been, other than the TV show and the radio serial, there has never been a successful... Disney wasn't... They probably had to put a lot of money into it, right? That was, at the time, one of the most expensive films ever made. Really? It kind of fits in that Long Ranger, kind of fits in that Zorro category. Like, they tried to redo Zorro, too, right? And I think that was a big Bruckheimer movie. Yeah, what they did, they did with Banderas. The first one was successful. The second one wasn't. But I think... But... That's okay. I think they put a lot of money into that. That's fine. It's a character. It's, not a, it's, it's, it's not, not a bad it's movie. It's not a bad movie. It's, it's not. just that they've never had a successful run of translating Lone Ranger to film. Yeah. TV yeah. and radio, yeah, but never in film. It worked on radio. because it, it, I mean, it definitely worked on radio. And the TV series was very popular, right? TV series was very popular. Yeah, it, it spawned all those things. But he, he has the perfect <laughs> way before they're, our they're time, not a, They're not a duo because the Lone Ranger would survive without Tonto. Yes, he's he's a psychic. He was literally developed to be his psychic. His, yes. his right. He was that's what he was developed as a character, Tonto. Yep. Okay, Tonto. Um, Wait, uh, Trigger Pete. Let's see if Pete knows. This. Do you know his horse's name? Trigger. That was no. That no, was no, Roy Rogers. Rogers. And oh, Lone Ranger's horse is silver. White feller. Ooh. Didn't he used to say hi ho silver? Hi ho no. silver away. The Lone Ranger, the Lone Ranger did not Tonto. Oh. Tonto's big word was Kimosabi. Oh, all right. <laughs> but Tonto, I thought it was a cool character. And, you know, thinking back, I remember watching Lone Ranger with Grandpa, with my grandfather. Yep. All right, all right Tonto. Being, Tonto. 
being that, uh, I don't know why we're saying sidekick, a guy can't survive without a sidekick. No, no, kind of a no, 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 just with, like I said, without Samwise being like this loyal, dedicated, willing to give his life for his, his, his you know, buddy. Yeah. It, it's just he, he is a great, he's the definition of like what a sidekick is. Like, like trying to take the ring from him. All the Lord of the Ring movies. I mean, Sean Astin, he's the guy everybody thinks of. But even in the book itself, uh, Samwise was just always that, that this loyal, let's just get this done, let's get home, it, just always keeping Frodo confident and t- protecting him, really. So uh, as far as sidekicks go, he was great. Yeah. Peter Jackson perfectly cast those movies yes. so well yeah. that I can't think of the books anymore without thinking of the actors. That's, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. It's almost, it, even I used to love the Rankin-Bass cartoon. But no, that wasn't Rankin Bass. It was, was Ralph Bakshi. Ralph Bakshi, and I think Peter Jackson just really—you're right. And he it's, almost all, it's only a half a movie because they finish. It's sad though. You forget about the books and how great they were. That's how good I think the movies were. And they are a yeah. tough read. The books are—they're not, not easy. easy no, to read. not no. easy. I think I think those movies though. You're right. Those faces just mm-hmm. catching you because they were the movies were that good. They were and so they were, spot they, on. They've been around forever. How many of those films came out? Could you? Know? you Kevin, Kevin and I saw oh, all yeah. three of those films back to back to back the, the three the years that came out consecutively. We went every Christmas Eve. We went 12 o'clock in the yeah. afternoon. And then there was the smog stuff after that, yeah. right? Could you sp- the, ho- the Hobbit. The they Hobbit. went back the and we did The Hobbit, which was, it was okay, but it didn't need to be Could you almost films. say like Peter Jackson's Lord of the Rings is a perfect adaptation it's, the bo- it's close. It's nothing damn, perfect, it's but it's, damn close. it's close, right? I mean, and I wonder if he got everything he wanted to in the film. Yeah, well, did, did you ever watch the extent? Did you no. ever watch the extended? Watch no. the. Ex- I mean, the extended. Is it a lot of walking on mountains? <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to start like Kevin Smith always rags on the Lord of the Rings movies that really mm-hmm. a lot of but if you think about it though in that for that film in that time yeah they had to freaking walk and use horses to get everywhere so there is a lot of walking and they always had on great cliffhangers too <clears throat> yeah the, the first two I know you cried when Gandalf fell off that bridge or that rock. I, but I knew Gandalf <laughs> wasn't dead because anybody who knows the books yeah. knows Gandalf isn't dead it's uh, and the weird thing was the Academy waited until Return of the King to give him the best picture. They let the first two go, and then yeah. the third one, they go, all right, we'll give a best picture. Where it was, was more for the accomplishment of the a three. A lot of I that think. was filmed in New Zealand, too, yeah, right? Yeah, New was Zealand. That? Yeah, it's beautiful. And the special effects are phenomenal. The, 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 yeah, the, uh, the scenery, the backgrounds are beautiful. May, and that's landscapes. maybe another reason why I haven't watched, because on the last episode, we, you guys were ragging on me about Game of Thrones. <laughs> uh, and it's maybe a reason I haven't watched Game of Thrones is because I said, I've already seen Lord of the Rings. Why do I need to watch Game of Thrones? Nothing to do with it. Yeah, totally different. I almost want to live in the Shire. Sure. Right, that his house, house is cool. Nice. Yeah, the yeah. little fireworks yeah, all yeah. around, walking house around without shoes yeah, on. Yeah, that, well, you those, do that anyway. Those big hairy feet. <laughs> well, no one wants to see your feet walking. <laughs> Are you making fun of my feet? Oh God! Uh, yeah, God, right. you can make fun of my feet. Uh, we need a, we need a we need a YouTube channel talk for talk the feet. About, talk about sidekick. Yeah, all right, <laughs> my feet are definitely a sidekick. What do you got? Side show. All right. Well, I'm gonna go from <laughs> short and ugly to <laughs> to big and ugly. Sloth from Goonies. Oh, no. Uh, I don't know. He is Chunk's sidekick. I don't know. 
They're like oh, the Lenny and Squiggy. I don't know. Sloth is an official goonie. He is an official goonie. Not until the end of the film. He's also for telly. He's not an official goonie until the end of the movie. I don't know, Chunk. He is in my Goonies too, remake. One thing I gotta say about every sidekick every sidekick loves their partner, whether it be, you know, in a, in, in a way, each yep. sidekick loves who they're partnered with. Yeah. Sloth loved Chunk. So yeah. I think Sloth would give his life for Chunk. Yeah. He would. He, I think absolutely. he would give his life for any of the Goonies. That's, though. Yeah, he's I agree. all in on that. But he doesn't know them until the very end of the film. But we meet. We also meet Sloth. It's not like Sloth and Chunk have this relationship. We meet them mid-film, and they meet each other mid-film. There's no. But he's a sidekick. He helps him. He helps him get away. I'm hard on this one. Yeah, Pete. This is a tough sell. Tough. No, I, come on. Sloth, it's a tough sell. This is tough. I, I, there's history between. I think here's. I think you could take. You could have taken Sloth and Chunk and spun them off into their own movie. <laughs> Maybe a Saturday morning cartoon. <laughs> or even a, I'll, I'll there was the a cartoon. There's the that. <laughs> yeah, you want to bash my Goonies two idea? Which no, is, I uh, love yeah. your Goonies two idea. Yeah, it just, it just took, me, idea. It just took me thirty minutes to explain it. Because it's a. Because I, I mean, I think they should make the movie. That's why it took so long. You're not going to buy me on Sloth as a side. <laughs> I just I don't think they 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 have the the I don't know the history with each other and, and just wow. So. Bashing my first two choices. No, 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 Sala. No, Sala. I kind of agree with you a little bit on Sala's Sala. a sidekick. After you talked about it for sure, but but Sala is definitely more of a sidekick now that you explained it. But but Sloth to me is is just not. You're not. I don't know. If anyone wants to comment or send an email, right? It's Gremlins at gmail.com. And see if, if, see if you agree with Pete on Sloth being a sidekick. I think he's a sidekick. I think he's a goody. Oh, um, Spock from Star Trek. Ooh. Big, big sidekick. Big. Here's my problem, though. I don't know if Kirk can survive at times without Spock. <laughs> he's a perfect Spock sidekick. Spock has saved his ass how that, many times? And Spock, is. that's why he's that's a great sidekick. Samwise. Samwise like. They're not, the they're not a duo. They're not a duo. No, they're not a duo because, if anything, they're a trio because of McCoy. What about, you know, what about the others? Scotty. No, nah, Scotty's. Who's yeah. McCoy? Kirk's sidekick. I think it's Spock. I think it's Spock. Spock? I think it's Spock. Because they are... Spock loves Kirk. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, and Kirk loves Spock. <clears throat> Absolutely. And Spock is also in a weird spot because he's half human, half Vulcan. Yeah. So he's you know he has both the different you know emotions for everything. I think he's I think he's just he's Kirk can't survive. I think like he just said Kirk is relying on Spock because sometimes Kirk makes yeah. some stupid moves. And Spock in his own right would be a captain at some yes. point, right? Of he's his second own in command of the Enterprise. Well, he's he's captain he Spock. Oh no, he's Captain Spock in the films. He becomes. He's captain. the first he's officer on the Enterprise. He's second own, in command of his own ship. They, yes, he, yes, and, yes. He's later. Yes, uh, Captain Spock. He's Captain Spock. Not in the J.J. Abrams set. Right in the. Um, I haven't really watched a lot of Star Trek. I don't really in I, the um, Shatner Nimoy films. He, they refer to him as Captain Spock. Especially yes, he's, when he's dead. Yeah, but later. he sticks as being. Yes, Kirk's second, even though he's got a captain role. Correct. Yes. All right. Yes. Yeah, so I think I think Spock sidekick. Of Kirk. I, I agree. Kirk. Spock is a great choice for a sidekick. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go, I guess, since we're going with sci-fi, I'm going to go with the one and only Chewbacca. Oh, I think that, that, that might be number one. I think my number one best sidekick, Chewbacca. Yeah, and, wow, you're throwing him out this early. Huh? He'll rip your yeah, arms out. Well, sci-fi with Spock, I figured, you know, Chewie's nice. right there. 
Yeah. Should we get us out of here? Yep. Star Wars seventy seven. He's uh, a bodyguard. He's. I haven't seen I, Solo. Is Chewie? I, I like Solo. Solo mentioned this. actually it's shows you Chewy the origin. Yeah, it shows you yeah, the origin of Chewie and Han and how they meet. And they meet actually Han's like an Imperial infantryman on a mm-hmm. planet fighting. He doesn't want to do it. He tries to go AWOL. I think he tries to hook up with uh, what's his name? Uh, Lando. No, he tries to hook up with the Woody Harrelson character and get off the planet. And they catch him or something, throw him in a pit to get like. All right, we don't need. We, yeah, but we don't need to know the whole solo no, story and, here. No, no, but he, when he's thrown in that pit, that's where he meets Chewbacca. That's where he meets Chewbacca. And he yes. happens to speak Wookiee, and they form a bond and escape together. And from that point on, he's like the most loyal sidekick you could want. He's a seven yeah, plus. Yeah, he's foot. awesome. And absolutely strong beast of a guy and or a Wookiee. And he would die for Han, and he was with Han for the rest of you know their lives. The rest of their lives, and Han Solo was my favorite character from the Star Wars universe. I'll I'll say that flat out. That was you are really really obsessed with Harrison Ford. Indiana Jones, Han Solo, there's something, there's something there, there's something something there. there. Did you want to be? Did you want to be Harrison Ford at some point in your life? I would have been Indiana Jones. I don't know if I would have been Han Solo, but I would have definitely wanted to be Indiana Jones. But. My point is, uh, you know, I, like I said, Han Solo is my favorite character. When That's the only thing in this final trilogy that got me was when he got killed by his son and Chewie just lets out that I, I just, Chewie sees them all uh, that Chewie, painful uh, groan. Chewie sees them all go down. He outlasts them all. I, I can't. I hate all those movies. Yeah, but I can't. You, uh, I, so you didn't. Horrible. You didn't. You I didn't feel it when Chewie had that like I, groan of despair and there's thoughts. But it, it leads to why the movie. Shooting. It shows why the movie was terrible. Like Han Solo should not have went out like that. The whole writing and everything should just be it redone. It probably happened like that because Ford probably they should have made it a do. They should make it a dream sequence of somebody. Yeah, to rewrite like, the ship. Rewrite the like. Don't make it canon. But that seems to be what all these new legacy movies do now is they find ways to kill the the canon characters off piece by piece by piece. Not well, Chewbacca. Because also he's the, awesome. It's also I think the people who are making these movies have a real deep deep problem with the fan base of Star Wars. But I'm not going to get into that. That's no, a whole I agree. That's something for another episode. Yeah. but I agree with you. They hate. So, they, it's like you don't buy the hand that feeds you, but they'll learn. I guess they'll have to learn the hard way. And Chewie, Chewie has seen almost like C3PO and R2. He's seen it like all almost. He's been there yeah. for the whole. The whole ride. He's, and he just, a, he's definitely and he, one of my. He's my favorite. Like, and he had, a, he had a segment of the Christmas special. He did. Oh, Pete's, Pete's favorite show. <laughs> that is the most one of the most painful hours of what, television. What, what, I've what ever do you seen. got, Peter? Boba Fett and Chewie's family. Not um, so. All right, we'll go from a giant to a midget. <laughs> where are you going? I know where he's going. Mini me. Nice. Oh, nice. Yeah. Sidekick to both characters. He ends up becoming a sidekick to hey, Austin Powers. So he sidekicks yeah. both. That's I think Mini Me is the, the real reason why Spy Who Shagged Me is better than the first film, but just because of that dynamic between the two of them. But was Mini Me a creation? Yeah, uh, was he yes. created like a lab? Yeah, he's created. Yeah, he was created for <laughs> to be a sidekick or to be his son. To, to be his no, sidekick. That's why the dynamic between him and Scott <laughs> yeah. is even funnier. It's even funnier. Oh, it's great! It's I like, love you. I love you. It's just. <laughs> And I, I, I'll say it again. Spyro Shagman is a better film than the first one. It's one of the few sequels I think that is funnier than the first. And a lot of it is because of Mini Me. And then in the third, and then in the third one, Mini Me just starts getting shit on, and then he becomes Austin's sidekick. 
I, I, I like definitely, it. Definitely I like definitely it. Definitely a sidekick for sure. A good one. I like a it. A good one. Yeah. I mean, well, he wasn't very loyal though to Doctor Evil. No, because Doctor Evil rejects him. So how good of a sidekick was he? Well, he then gets to be awesome. Oh, that's sidekick. true. That is a good point. Was he? You got, you, no, you got to give me. You got to give me. I'll give it to you. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Yeah, no, I like, oh, I like Mini Me. Remember the fight that they have where he's beating the crap out of Austin in the spaceship, <laughs> and then he, he gets kicked across the. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's getting kicked. <laughs> He's a good sidekick. Yeah. All right, Mini Me's mine. Come on, knock on our door, Larry Daliopoulos, better known as Larry Dallas. One of your all-time, all-time favorite TV characters. Favorite television characters. Is, this is, for the listeners, this is Kevin's, one of my all-time favorite characters. You have referenced Larry Dallas so much uh, over the years. Larry Dallas is just, he's a used car salesman, former Marine. He's a lot. He's a former he's Marine. A former Marine. Did he say that on the yes. show? He mentioned he serves in the U.S. Marine Corps for five years. He also said he was the greatest Playboy photographer. <laughs> he lies to everybody. He lies to everybody. Uh, Chest hair hanging out, always dressed to the nines. Jack's right hand man. Uh, Larry Dallas. Is Larry just, Dallas is a sidekick. I, I from Three's episode, Company. I remember the episode where he streaks the party, <laughs> and he's just so hairy. Yep. As a kid, you're like, "What the <laughs> hell is that?" Oh, he's Greek, right? Larry. He's Greek, yeah, he's Greek. So no one can say Daliopoulos. So he changed it to Dallas, which is a, Larry a great name. And I didn't remember. Name. I didn't remember he was a used car salesman. That is a great name. I would love that name. Why don't you tell the audience what I got you for Christmas? What you gave me for Christmas this year? You got me the Mega Power shirt. Roosevelt's Mega Power on a Ralph Macchio book. No, no, I know what he's talking about. No, I didn't. I didn't buy this week, but I ball. ordered it. Oh, the T-shirt! Oh, the yeah, T-shirt! Yeah, Pete got me an '80s T-shirt from uh, the Regal. It says the Regal Beagle. Uh, it's, it's the logo for the Regal Beagle. And here's another great Kevin idea. You know, so probably someone will take someone this and become a billionaire yeah, yeah, off of it. But I know where you're going with this. A, this is a great idea. A friend of mine back in high school, my buddy Dan, guy rest his soul, um, left this world too early. We had this idea that we were going to make recreate the Regal Beagle bar and put them in every airport in the world. I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> it had to look exactly like the Regal Beagle, call the Regal, and I know there is a bar called the Regal Beagle somewhere in the world. I Googled it, and it's, it's but you just and think when you airport. The, when you open the door to go in, the theme should come on. Uh, the theme walks in, the theme's playing, this. it just looks exactly like the Regal Beagle, dude, with those, That'd be great. like the family crests on the wall, and just uh, Larry Dallas up there for me. Love Larry. Amazing. Larry Dallas. He, Love it. And Larry almost steals every scene he's in. He does. Go and back. it's pretty hard to steal from John Ritter. Exactly. And Larry just, well, Furley also is a scene stealer. We'll give him back off Jack. But Would you take Furley over the Ropers? Furley was I, yeah, great. I like Furley. Furley was fun. He knew Kung Fu, right? He well, was funny. It's Don Knotts who, you know, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to give him, you know, he, he didn't, he doesn't make the list here, but I'm going to give him an honorable mention as a sidekick, Barney Fife. I, I think he should have made the list. Yeah, should have. But it, it, we only had so much we that we so could many do, do, but yeah. Barney Fife props out to that. Yes, he props a great to sidekick. Yes, yes. Yeah, absolutely. And from, from Larry Davis, from, from one Larry, Larry Dallas. Dallas. Larry that, Dallas, I'm sorry, from one hairy chest to another. <laughs> We're going to go with Clyde. Oh. Every which way but loose. You're saying Larry Dallas is as hairy as Clyde? Well, not as hairy, but he's close. He's close. <laughs> Clyde from every which way but loose. Clyde is a great sidekick. Talk about a sidekick, Clyde. This is an orangutan that this that, that Clint Eastwood Philo basically... Beto. He walks yeah. around with him like he's a human being. He gives the he finger. He goes to the restaurants. He drives around with him in cars. Like He's with him. Gives him the finger. He's the finger. Left hand, Clyde him. punches him. Like 
this guy, this is a sidekick. Yeah, 100%. Like, a loyal, like, 100%. Philo goes and gets him laid. He <laughs> loves Clint Eastwood. Like, and the, 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 the orangutan is in love a lot each of other. the film. How much of the film is the orangutan in? He's in a lot the of the film. The orangutan's a good chunk of the movie. And yeah. he's definitely a sidekick. He's yes. like a sidekick, like, almost like a dog would be in a way, I, I would like guess. Like Turner and Hooch. Yeah, in a way. Like, But Clyde is there, and he's there for him all the time. Yes. Like, they're, they're boys. They're buds. Yeah, and they do have an affection for each other. And, you know, Absolutely. they show him hugging and... Yeah. I like the first one. The second one is a piece of crap. Second but I like Paul, the, first Paul. the first one's great. But Clyde is a, a loyal, definite side, fits that sidekick role to Clint Eastwood's character. What was his name, Clint Eastwood? Philo Beto. Philo Beto. Philo, Philo Beto. Clyde and Philo. And his brother Orville. <laughs> and the old lady. Remember watch, the old lady oh, yeah, shooting yeah, yeah, yeah. at the bikers? When, 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 when Philo would fight, his brother would watch Clyde. Yeah, and then Clyde would be in the side rooting for him. <laughs> Remember, Kevin, every time you'd see the bikers. <laughs> There's so many people chasing Philo Beto at the end of that movie. Yeah, everyone. And the well, second one is not good. No. No, he brings back his crappy girlfriend, uh, Sandra Locke. Ugh. But not, yeah, a, not a good Clyde, sequel. Clyde. Clyde's a great choice. Uh, all right, from one animal to another. Donkey from Shrek. <laughs> I've never seen Shrek. Get out of here. I've never seen Shrek. That was a movie I did put on for, for the my the boys when they were little, and they just did, they didn't get into it. No, the one who got into it is your daughter. Your daughter loves Shrek. Yeah, she likes Shrek. But the film, have you seen it? Yes, probably a hundred times. The film plays, <laughs> plays for adults. Yeah, yeah. Probably how many, how many of them did they make? Four. Four, yeah. yeah so it's they definitely get progr- successful. The third one is probably the worst one. It comes back a little bit in the fourth one because they do kind of an It's a Wonderful Life type thing. Um, the first two are great, though. First two are great cartoons. And yeah, Shrek's good. better and better as they go. Yeah, Shrek definitely good. Donkey definitely and cool. Why, stuff. Do- but, why Donkey? Like, they're just cause friends. They're best friends. Yeah. Even though Shrek at times in the first film, Donkey's constantly driving him crazy and pissing him off. Donkey loves Shrek. And he's Eddie Murphy, right? That's and another, Eddie Murphy. Pete likes him. He's Eddie Murphy. He's, Donkey, Eddie and, so and, it's, and it's Will, um, not Will, um, Mike Myers. I'm Mike Myers, I don't know what's Will Why? It's Mike Myers doing his Scottish accent that he's done a hundred <laughs> times. Mike Myers found a way to do his Scottish accent in Bohemian Rhapsody. <laughs> For crying out loud. <laughs> you gotta go it's to like the well. He's, 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 he's always to gotta go to like, get me back to the Scottish accent. Gotta go to the well, man. If it's working, it's working. Um, he, donkey, donkey is always there for Shrek. I mean, he gets scared, but he's still always there to help Shrek. <laughs> and so Donkey is one of my choices. Okay, cool. Very right. cool. So from one ogre to another. <laughs> Paulie Panino. <laughs> Paulie's hairy like a donkey. Yeah, Paulie Panino <laughs> from Rocky. You can just imagine Paulie without his shirt on. It's probably oh, yeah, well, yeah, gross. He's, he's oh, in the tank Paulie. top in Rocky, uh, right? Rocky three. Yeah, he always looks like he's, he always looks like he smells. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's kind of like Gary Oldman from the uh, from there, State of Grace. There used to be an '80s podcast on, and I wish they were still around. These guys because they never finished. But they used uh, to say that Paul. Paul Panino? That Paulie, uh, who was Burt Young, that looks yeah, like he, he smelled like a combination of meatballs and ashtrays. <laughs> uh, Paulie, Paulie was an alcoholic, though, right? Yeah, 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 Rocky. yeah. But he was very loyal to Rocky. Yes, he was loyal. He attacked Thunderlips, hit him with a chair, said, I don't sweat you. Well, he says that <laughs> in the beginning of the third film, you give every, you give me you give me this this and, cheap car, this cheap watch. Yeah. And Rocky, bro- you know, Rocky kind of broke him, too, right? When he called him, you have nothing but a jealous, lazy bum. 
Well, because he was mean you know? to his sister. He was yeah. Mean to, you know, Adrian, he's very mean to Adrian in the first film, too. Well, they calls him the jealous lazy bum in the third film. And right? Yeah, the, the after he smashes the Rocky pinball machine. They have quite a relationship. They have a Rocky very, Paul. very up and down relationship. But it's a very, for a brother-in-law, Rocky's great to the guy. Well, you, you do miss you know? him. You do miss him in the sixth film. Yeah, Rocky. You know, you think. Oh, no, about there it. in the sixth film. You miss him in the last one. Rocky's a fighter. This guy treats his wife like dog crap. Most men would probably smack him upside his head a couple of times. Rocky never puts a hand on Paulie. Not his wife, his sister. It's, but I'm saying it's Rocky's wife, Paulie's yeah. sister, and he treats his wife like garbage. Yeah, because Rocky Rocky doesn't him. put a hand on him. Because he would have killed him if he hit him. He doesn't. He was, remember he's blocking him in the parking lot. He doesn't. Rocky never yeah. puts a hand on Paulie. So I think there's that love as a great psychic. He gets him the patch, right? He Rocky one. He goes and he gets. He goes and he gets Rocky. He gets a meet. He gets a sponsorship. He introduces Rocky to his future wife. Like who was, who was the sponsor for Rocky? Oh, the meat. The, oh, the meat the, company. The, the meat packing. Yeah, the, the, the uh, with the clover. But Paulie thinks that Rocky owes him this stuff. Yeah, the first one, right? That's the the, the, yes. the first where they actually and, have friction. And, and also, Rocky looks out for Paulie, right? He wants to get him a job with Gazo, and he's pleading order. He doesn't want it, right? Get no, him a job with Gazo. He doesn't want, want, want him involved in that that yeah. world. Yeah, you're right. You know, but there's a really good relationship between those guys throughout the movies. I think he's a great sidekick. You know, I you know I have a love for the Rock, love hate for the Rocky movies because I, I think Rocky Four is kind of crappy, and I and I and I'm not a fan it, of. It I know the you Cold love War. Rocky Balboa. I don't like Rocky Balboa, and I hate Rocky. Rocky Five. Four ended the Cold War, <laughs> not David Hasselhoff. Rocky Four. So th- last year, I finally said, "All right, I got to get to Philadelphia and try to track down the Rocky locations." <laughs> so somebody I knew, we, we put in the GPS, we looked up oh where the address, we put we put where the address is, we found the gym, and be- the gym is in a barren part of town. Was this before was- or after you got cheesesteaks, and how many did you eat? I took the cheesesteaks home with me. We got the oh, cheesesteaks afterwards. That's why you have bad guts. <laughs> so we go, we see the gym. The gym's fine. Oh, look, there's Mickey's gym. That's great. And I said, "All right, let's go find the house." We go down the street to the house, and it was like, remember the part in Escape from New York where he's driving the car down the street with like the zombie people all attacking the car? Pete, please, we need to we need to build an audience. To That's what I you. felt like when I was driving yes. into that area of Philly. All it was was crackheads and hookers and pop-up living tents out there. I saw the house, but I was well, terrified. Can't, we can't get into that whole conversation. But Rocky lived in a bad area. Yeah. yeah well, you see that. It's a tough, I don't say bad area. It's a tough area economically, you know. No, it's a challenge. Yeah, but it's economically challenged. You know, we don't want to disparage the people of Philadelphia. We hope they're listening. Hope they'll start downloading and following I the Buckwheat like Gremlins. City. I it's like a great city. Give me some of those yeah. cheesesteaks anytime. They got to clean some cities up in America so they don't look like Escape from New York. <laughs> they all end up looking like Escape. Which is actually happening in New York. How many people leave in New York every uh, day? Yep, I'm up. Yep. All right, I'm up. I'm gonna go with from from I guess Paulie. I'm gonna go to a cartoon. I don't okay. Know. I'm gonna go with Futurama and oh. Bender. Fry's sidekick. You know, there was a show. That's a show I that's, used to bash when it first came out. It's a great show. It's a, Futurama was a great but show. It, and very, I ended up really liking funny. it a lot. It was a very funny show. And you had Fry, who was really uh, alone in this world. And then you get Bender, who's his, you know, sidekick. And they have a love-hate relationship. And, you know, Bender's a bit of a maniac. And he is. Fry is a bit of bumbling, and they just they work well together. And uh, Fry is, for sure, a sidekick. And, and isn't Bender an alcoholic? Yeah, Bender is everything. An alcoholic robot. Bender has yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, he has problems on all levels. Bender, he's he's everywhere. But Fry and him together make you know your your classic, you know. It, Fry's not really a straight man. And Bender's not really a funny man. They both have issues, but Bender is is definitely considered the sidekick there. And Futurama is. I kind of look show. at them like Rick and Morty. No, Rick and Morty's different. 
Rick and Morty's totally different because 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 Morty's Rick's grandkid and he kind of has to be there in a way. But ben- or, or or if you want to believe the uh, the tales they're spinning on the web is that Morty is Morty Rick. is Rick. Uh, yeah. Whatever it is, those guys are gonna have fun with that show for a long time. But Futurama, another show that lasted a very long time. I think it got not canceled, but it, it, it got canceled. Then back. it picked up, and then it came back on yeah, comedy. It's, it's a very twice. I think it's a very funny show. I don't know if it's underrated. I think a lot of people watched it. It is under. I'll tell you why it's underrated. Because I ignored it when it was first on. I watched an episode. I went, eh. and then I went back and I watched the box set. I got the box set as a gift, and I watched. Yeah. it. And I said. I missed a lot with this show. Yeah, it's chronological in a way. Like it follows, you know, one show to another. It's 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 a good show. I definitely say check out Futurama if you haven't seen it. But Bender is a good sidekick. I agree. I agree, Kevin. But you haven't seen Futurama, any really? I've seen a couple episodes of it, but not enough. Like not enough where I could really comment on it. Yeah, I don't think I've seen all of them either. I mean, I'm I'm a fan of the show, but I'm not I'm not well versed in it. I've seen a lot of them, but not. Definitely not seasons worth. I don't want to upset any audience members with my lack of Futurama <laughs> knowledge. All right, from Bender, from, from wasn't Bender the name of the kid in Breakfast Club? Yes, John Bender. John Bender. Smoke up, Johnny. <laughs> Put those stupid boots open. <laughs> Just tie your shoes. Just tie your, tie your shoes. shoes. What the hell? <laughs> Bender was great. All right, from an alcoholic robot to a, a psychotic sidekick, Igor. Oh, I like uh, it. And you can yes. go with different iterations of Igor. You can yeah. go with the original. Oh, you know who my favorite is. Uh, yeah, the one that looks like your yeah. brother. <laughs> Everyone's favorite. Yeah. <laughs> you know, our guest Joey Young last week was there. Stein Igor. Yes. Know. Our guest Joey last week, which is their brother, for years had these big bug eyes look like Marty Feldman. So I used to tell him, call him Marty Feldman. In context, you audience peter who we love to death loves loves nothing more than making fun of children yes that's one of his <laughs> favorite true. pastimes for sure it's you love it the you title of, of our every, show is from you making fun of your nephew you've ever met you've made fun of. yeah the title of the very title of our show is you <laughs> making fun of your nephew forever now forever it's an infamy it's it lives in you can't even say anything he knows it i don't <laughs> love making fun of uh, what what you Igor, said a seven-year-old boy looks like igor when he was seven years old you you two-year-old child look like chucky <laughs> no let's not go into that because they the parents right. don't know what that is your, what is your favorite let's get back igor. on let's it's get back on igor it's got to be young but the whole character of igor itself he'll do anything for dr frankenstein including dropping a brain that he was told specifically to get and say and getting the abnormal brain because he was too stupid to realize what he did. Oh. But without Igor, there's no Frankenstein monster, is there? Yeah, Igor's a big part of getting yeah, he's the like, parts, assisting Frankenstein. He's like a grave digger, right? Isn't Igor like a grave he's digger a grave almost? Digger. Yeah. He's he's used actually. You feel bad for Igor in a way. He's used by Frank well, the doctor. Does he, I don't remember him getting abused. Well, any he's taken advantage any. of in a way. Yes, yeah, he is. Is he, he is. a hunchback in all the? Is Igor a hunchback? That's how Feldman played him. That's right? how Feldman yeah, played him. Feldman but the played hunch it. Then the hump from keep, side to side. Keeps sw- sw- <laughs> yeah, side to side, and at one point he doesn't have a hump. Yeah, at one point it's gone. <laughs> Or was that like that? I don't know if it was like that in the book. It's not portrayed Kevin, that way. Do you way remember any, in the really Frankenstein film? If he's, I don't I think was he actually, is. I would almost say like I is. You didn't watch it too long ago. No, either. but is he like? I think the, is the monster the sidekick? Frankenstein. Yeah. No. 
Um, that's what I was, was going to ask you that. Like, I don't know. Is the doctor the sidekick? No, the doctor's the not. Nice it's, it's, I don't know. The, it's titled after him. Yes. That's a, He's not the sidekick. It, it's got to be Igor the monster. Why would you think the monster would be the sidekick? Well, he was Bella Lugosi, right? Portrayed him in Son of Frankenstein. But I, I still think Marty Feldman is Marty the, Feldman's the, the best. Marty Feldman's the best iteration. He's seen when he hits heads on the shelf and he's like, I ain't got, got no body. <laughs> just his eyes and the way he does it. He's got the, the hood covering his head. It's just physically, he played that role so comedically. Just yeah, physically um, alone. What brain did you get? Um, Abby something. He was Abby so talented. Normal. He was so talented, Marty Feldman. He can make you like just uh, like physically just he, make you laugh. Yeah, he was hunchbacked in the original Frank. He stuff. was. Yeah. Was he? Yeah. But Feldman was at his best with the Mel Brooks stuff. Yeah, he was a great actor, great and, comedian. He did Yellowbeard, right? I remember Yellowbeard, <laughs> <laughs> right? Marty Feldman. Yes. That? Yeah, Marty Feldman. I HBO think it's his last role. Every Sunday, at like I three think it was his last role because he died not too long after that. Yeah. Well, Igor has been in a lot, like a. Different appearances throughout. I'm like, it's quickly. Rocky Horror Picture Show, Doctor Who. Rocky Horror it? Picture Show. Igor. They have like an iteration of Igor in it. I'm Do where really? in the Rocky Horror Picture? Oh, he yes, he does. Yeah. yeah, he does. Um, Riff Raff is Igor. Yeah, it's a lot, man. Wow. Igor's been in a lot well, of stuff. Course, Three any, Stooges. Any kind you, anytime you do a version of Frankenstein, you you're going to have to have Igor. Yeah, wow. So that's why I say Igor's a good sidekick. Yeah, Igor's a good sidekick. Speaking of horror... <laughs> They're actually, I think they're recreating this with Pete's favorite actor, Nicolas Cage Renfield. They are. It's coming oh. out. It's coming so out. So from one horror, one old school. Amazing. From a universal monster to another. Oh, it's going to be so good. But Renfield, the, the psycho who thinks he's going to get his powers from eating living things from Dracula. Dracula yes. totally messes with that guy's mind. And he's really loyal. He, he's really loyal. He stays right in the coffin. They ship him across. Yep. He's, you know, he gets the coffin shipped, and then he winds up in the asylum, really. I mean, Dracula uses him, but he's loyal to Dracula to the end. He and is there's loyal. A, there's a very funny version of Renfield, too, in Love at First Bite with George <laughs> Hamilton. Artie Johnson plays Renfield. Do you, now, what do we think this movie's going to be with Cage? Excellent. I think it's going to be a total shit show, but I'll watch it. You're going to watch it. Oh, see it? Cage is the best, dude. He is going to. He's going to. You kick, know, he's going to overact Renfield. He's going <laughs> to kick the hell out of that role. But is Dracula in it, or is it just about Renfield? No, Dracula's in it. I, I'm pretty sure Dracula's <laughs> Who's in it. Who's going to be Dracula to Nicholas Cage's Renfield? <laughs> uh, I'll look it up. I'll look it up. Well, Kevin, good luck. Go ahead, to talk, that talk about actor. Renfield. No, it's like up. he's you know he becomes an inmate. He's you know just Dracula's right hand man. He loses his mind with you know the like because that's why I love Dracula. Dracula's a guy that he's man, not a guy, but he's a, manipulates. He, he kills. He puts fear in people. But he still when he's with all that, it's like. He still has a loyalty to him. And even like throughout history, you look at evil people. They still have loyal, like dedicated followers. Yeah, it's almost like a cult. It's like almost Dracula like Dracula was a yeah, cult. Yeah, Dracula's like this cult figure who possesses people. And he, you know, un- unfortunately for Renfield, and that's a question I always ask. Was, Guys, we, we've been wrong. What? Nicholas Cage is playing Dracula. Oh, he is. Nicholas Holt from the X Men movies. Is playing, and he was in the Fury Road. I don't want to see it anymore. Is playing Renfield. Not going. Oh, to see it. so Cage is Dracula. Oh, it would have been so much better if Cage was Renfield. Yeah, that descent into madness. But you want to talk about yeah. weird casting? Aquafina as Rebecca. Mm-hmm. That is weird casting. Oh. Uh, I do you think the wow. Renfield like looking back and was he just like 
maybe he was had some mental issues, and then Dracula. That's was, probably what yeah, the yeah, yeah. seized on them. Yeah, Dracula seized well, what on them. What kind of a Dracula is Cage gonna be? Well, Bucktooth Gremlins fans will tune in and find out because yeah. Peter will go see. I Redfield. will go see it. And I think Cage's Redfield will be amazing. Like <laughs> Cage's Dracula, but he's Dracula. I gotta look up pics of him. How does he look? I haven't seen anything. Bam, there's no pics from the set yet, but it's coming love, out in April. I would love to see how Cage would play Redfield. Hopefully, it's cool. I mean, get in the coffin. <laughs> The sun's coming up. Oh, my God. We got to go. We got to go. <laughs> all right. Renfield. Renfield's my guy. Gonna, all right. I'm going to go from Renfield. I'm going to go to uh, Dr. John Watson. Three oh, literaries in a row. Wow. Let's go. And Marty Watson. Feldman actually played Dr. Watson in a, a character based on him in Gene Wilder's Didn't Sherlock Holmes movie. Yeah. I, I'm going with Watson because he's definitely a great sidekick. Yeah. He almost, you know, awesome sidekick. He's Sherlock Holmes heavy, military man, doctor, yeah. writer. He's, you know, he keeps Sherlock kind of on the, the, the right straight path in a way. I know a lot of people probably have the, the Watson, the Jude Law Watson in their head. Or the John C. Riley. Or the Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But the, the Jude Law Watson was pretty good. Yeah, There's been several, cool. several iterations, and there have been several actors that have played Watson over the years, and it's just... From literary to film, Watson's been there for a very long time. He's a very, very good sidekick yeah. to uh, to Sherlock Holmes, and you know, to the people watching the film also or the, uh, reading a book. Watson's Watson's the uh, yeah, he's Watson's awesome. Watson's cool. He's, he's 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 if it wasn't for him, Sherlock, you know, who knows what would happen to Sherlock? In he's a, way. a great sidekick. He's the one. He yeah. keeps Sherlock tied to like reality and tied to and he's the broth. Yeah. Even though, in, I think in the um, Downey one, they made Downey more of the brawn. Yeah, they made Downey more of a fighter than, than Sherlock really was because it was Watson is the heavy. He's, you know, he's that guy. He's a military dude. He's a fighter. He's, a, you know, a writer at the time. Like, he's a doctor. He's, he's probably more educated and more worldly than Sherlock. If you think of it, Sherlock was a very, intro, not introverted character, but he was a genius but an awkward genius where Watson was more kind of like your typical everyman who was kind of keeping, like I said, Sherlock on that rope. Yep. I agree. Watson's a good sidekick. All right. From to mine now, it's, this is my sidekick here. I'm taking Dwight from the office. Okay. Dwight, Dwight K. Schrute. Even though if you would have put Michael Scott into any other situation, Michael Scott is almost acts like a sidekick. Yes. In a lot of ways. Dwight is a perfect sidekick. I mean, he loves Michael. Yes. He does. And Michael, as much as he bitches about Dwight, loves Dwight. But Dwight will go through a wall for Michael Scott. I mean, there was an episode where... Well, Dwight's a maniac, though, right? I haven't watched a lot of The Office, but isn't he, like, a little... Off? Michael's definitely off. He's not a little off. He's <laughs> Michael refers to him as a Nazi because he's he's like this old school German. Um, there was an episode where Michael burns his foot on a George Foreman grill because <laughs> he cooks in bed. And <laughs> what? Bake, yeah, because he likes to wake up to the smell of bacon in the morning. Okay. So he cooks bacon in bed on his George Foreman grill and he burns his foot. <laughs> Dwight bolts out of the office crashes his car right there in the parking lot, throws up on the car because he's got a concussion, and he still takes off after him. <laughs> I remember seeing an episode where I remember seeing an episode where Dwight 
uh, took Michael to the woods like Survivor Man. Yes. And was supposed to leave him there, but he was always in the background watching. To was in the background was watching okay. him. Well, so, that's yeah. what the sidekick does. Yeah. I think he's secretly in love with Michael. No, he's yeah. not. No. No, I never believe. Uh, no. I never believe that. he's He loves him, not in love with him. I don't know about that. Dwight's a great sidekick. I like Dwight. Dwight's a good character. I haven't seen it a lot, but yeah, he seems like. You really should go back and watch those shows. It's, it's really good, tight writing until the last. Yeah, I've seen ons and offs, but I haven't watched it like full through. It kind of doesn't finish off well. Um, it's got a like many shows. It's, it's got a it's got a you know a good finale, but it, it just they run too of, long. They run run, too long. It runs out of steam. Yeah, but m- when Michael leaves the show, it's one of the saddest send offs I've seen on a TV show <laughs> for a comedy, anyway. But Dwight is a great sidekick. Short and sweet one here. Freddie reruns Stubbs from ABC's <laughs> What's yes. Happening. Now, yeah. I, I, was kind of, boom, 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 I was kind of struggling boom. with um, really going back to What's Happening because is is Dwayne or, or you know yeah. Shirley or you know D or Mama like? But I thought Rerun was a great sidekick. They're definitely a trio, the three of them. To Raj, they're a trio right. in a way. It's but Raj, you know, it's all three of them. But yeah, I, I guess. Rerun. Did Rerun used to have a dance? Yeah, Rerun was a great yeah. dance. There's a Rerun dance in every episode. <laughs> Fred, Fred Berry. Never did anything else, really. No. Yeah, because no. Rerun, Rerun was kind of like the number two, and then yeah. Dwayne was like, the, then was like three. a three. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. that's the kind of look. Like. He was kind of Roger's right-hand man, Rerun. I, I think a very underrated show, What's Happening. Yeah, then they, then yeah. they brought it back to What's, what's happening, happening Now. now right. garbage. And you know what? He had the name Rerun. Why? Because he had to repeat grades throughout summer school that he found. <laughs> they called him Rerun. But I thought, yeah, it's so one that they give actually a shout out um, to Rerun and what's happening. It's in one of those shows, like, I, I just as a kid, I watched, I think it was on WPIX, as repeats. Repeats. Yeah, it was yeah, WPIX or Channel W O R, one of those two. And I used to watch them all the time. And they kind of really just, I love the show. I actually think the best part of the show was D. The little sister was she really was a she, was a, she was a smarty little smarty. Was they funny, wrote, though. She's funny. Great writing for that little girl. Yeah, I mean she just it was. Wasn't, it wasn't a bad show. What's happening again? It was another one that ran out of steam. Yeah, it ran times. out of steam. But I just don't rerun. Just to give. I just threw him in there to give him a shout out before my finale. Nothing wrong with it. Uh, I'm gonna. I'll give a shout out to uh, Barney Rubble. <laughs> yep, Flintstones. Fred Flintstone sidekick Barney Rubble. Uh, I think Barney, I think he was voiced by Mel Blanc, wasn't Mel he? Mel Blanc, yeah. Mel Blanc. Mel Blanc was Barney, and he was very loyal to Fred. No matter what Fred did, what trouble Fred got into, Barney was always there. I personally think Barney had the better looking wife. I don't know. Betty was hotter but, than Wilma. <laughs> but I think Barney was always there for Fred, even when Fred was like disparaging towards him. Like, Fred would, like, Go at Barney sometimes, right? I, I don't remember. I remember the fun songs. I watched them a Much lot. in the same way as the Honeymooners, me. Ralph and because it, it was stolen from the Honeymooners, right? Ralph and yeah, he him. would beat on and like not beat on him, but he would like you know Barney was a p- bit of a punching bag. Yeah, Fred was Fred was a little bit of a bully. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Yeah. Fred was a total freaking bully. But yeah. Barney, a, a loyal, another loyal sidekick that you know was always yeah. there for Fred no matter what. I agree. Yeah, I agree. I like Barney is a really good choice for a sidekick. Now my next choice is um, it, it's a natural choice because the film was the biggest hit of the year, of the year and now one of the biggest hits of all time. Goose from Top Gun. Yeah, I like Goose. That's a good. That's a real good choice. I mean, he uh, is Maverick's sidekick. 
He's got Mavericks back. Short-lived career. He is Mavericks. We don't see a lot. <laughs> short-lived career. <laughs> I think I think the my issue with Goose is we don't see a lot of the back. It's told yeah. their background and their history, and they've been together for a long time, but you don't really but see it. Here's, here's but you never really see the background for Dr. Watson. No, you hear all about it. But here's guy. my choice. Here's my Watson. only my only issue with Goose, and I like it. I, I really like Goose as a psychic, and I'm I probably like being a little critical. But did Maverick choose Goose? No, I think the Navy tells you who your yeah, co-pilot. Yeah, they tell you your co-pilot is. They put they team these guys together. But they, that's not a criteria they, for saying yeah. whether a person's a sidekick. Well, that's how it's thrown out there. It like, matter if the Navy even did it. It's just that they do have history. He's definitely a sidekick, but it's not shown well in the film because you don't see that development. You you hear it's a about friendship. A I don't know if he's a sidekick. It's a friendship that you even see in the. But sequel. no, if you go just quickly, if you just think about the list we went over, a lot of these sidekicks were choice. That's true. They were. Yeah, like you, you look. If you look at our list, right? That we compiled so far. You know, from Tonto to Chewbacca to Roscoe, they they chose to be part of their the, the the lead. Goose and Maverick. I don't know how the Navy. I'm not a Navy aviator, but I wouldn't. I would assume they match up these pilots based on aptitude, intelligence. But we don't know for sure. He is quite literally his sidekick. He's his navigator, yeah, right? he's his sidekick. But only for like but a half hour. Like, no, yeah. Goose doesn't <laughs> die until about an hour and no, plus this, in the movie. This is, a, this is the problem that it is. You don't see enough of them together in the film. It's just supposed to be, this is, the guys have been together for a right. long time. This that You don't see enough of that like sidekick. The co-workers. I mean, <laughs> Goose knows that Maverick is a is a loose cannon. Yeah, the coworker, and he still sticks with him. He can ask for a transfer at any time. No, because you depend on each other in that situation. He's his wingman. No, he's really, not his wingman. He's no. behind him. I, behind him. Goose yeah. is the wingman. I mean, not Goose. Iceman. Iceman, Iceman is, is his wingman. Yeah. yeah, he, Goose, yeah. I don't know. It's it's a tough one. Goose is a tough one to, to swallow. I, I'm, I'm, you guys have questioned a lot of whether my sidekick yeah, is right be, today. Because that, that's up there where Goose could be a sidekick, but then again, I, I guess he is in the in the world of Maverick, Goose is a sidekick, but in the world of watching the film, it's not enough in some way. I mean, I like Goose. I think he's a cool character. Yeah, I disagree. I, I well, disagree. like I agree with all yours. Who the hell the problem? I thought Sala was cool. Yeah. You who, talked who, us into Sala. Yeah, I did. You guys had a problem with Sala. I didn't have a problem with Sala. Sean did. I had an issue with Sala. Uh, my final sidekick, classic character, one of my favorite, again, another favorite, my tattoo from Fantasy Island. What <laughs> <laughs> about the story uh, about, me, about me teasing kids when Kevin yes. was a child? Oh, wow, look at that. When Kevin was a child for several years, he looked just like Tattoo on Fantasy Island. <laughs> yeah, he called Kevin Tattoo. He called me Dumbo Ears. He called Joey Marty Feldman. Joey Marty Feldman. Anthony Feldman. Lenny, the Bucktooth Gremlin. Uh, he calls people's daughters Chucky. Chucky. Calls, uh, his other nephew. What does he call his other nephew? Peter Porker. Jughead. Jughead. And Peter Porker. Yeah. This is every kid. It's, it's he's, got, he's got an issue with uh, young people. <laughs> I don't have an issue with kids. I love he's kids. And her love, f- love making fun of them. I call. Well, I do call Kevin's daughter Sassy Susie. Uh, here's my my thing with tattoo. Yeah. Was he like the shaman, the mystic to Mister Rourke? I think tattoo ran the island. So you think Rourke was just the figurehead? I like think tattoo's Rourke, a witch doctor. Yeah, he brings the people's fantasies together. I mean, everyone Rourke gets all the credit, but why do you have this guy? Are dressed- you gonna, are you trying to create this new? Web theory. Well, I can't because Hervey's gone. He's passed on, so we can't have a we can't have fantasy. I know that we didn't. They just do fantasy. I don't like they a just garbage. Movie? Yeah, it was garbage. Movie. 
I her- think uh, it's a good theory you could probably cobble together. Was ta- was tattoo the the mystery behind the island? Was he pulling the levers? That would have been. You awful. gotta admit, him and Mister Rourke were a strange relationship. Was it? It's actually kind of like a Willy Wonka Oompa Loompa relationship. <laughs> and I'm not meaning because they're little, but like I think actually tattoo right. He had to look out for the plane, right? The plane, the, the plane, plane, the plane. plane. What was his job title on the island? He didn't. He didn't Mr. Rourke, your host. Your, that yes, was it. that was it. He was a concierge. Like what was he? It? Was kind of like yeah, like a. He was we a, don't know he, we what don't know. he ever did. He, he was his right-hand man. He was yeah. literally... Well, we just, he was the sidekick. We don't know there. what he ever did. Yes. So maybe that theory might hold stronger. That yeah, he, he was the guy being like the mystic. It, but if he was a mystic, there was an episode where he adopted a baby. He adopted a baby. Why mystic. else would Rourke have right. him around? But what was he going to do? Perform experiments on the baby? Why would a mystic adopt a baby? Who knows? No. Take, take over for when he passes. Yeah, but you have no definition as to what he did. Rourke just <laughs> him around like a <laughs> Nothing. We don't know what Tattoo ever did. It has he ran to the island somewhere. Like. He ran the island. And then it's weird. Mr. Rourke pops up for one little bit. Yeah. And then he disappears and again. disappears. Him and Tattoo always come in. Well, how are you enjoying your fantasy? Well, he was yeah. like the narrator of like the people's like fantasies. How did the show go? Like People would go there and then... They, and they, they have these weird about their fantasies. fantasies. Yeah, it's a weird show. It was a weird show. I mean, and then Tattoo, I think, quit in the last year. Or two. Yeah, it was like a pay Con- like a salary. Yeah. yeah. So they replaced him with um, the mother. She's the voice on Amer- on American Dad of um, Stan's wife. They were. She was actually. Uh, Rourke's assistant. I think they say his niece or something. I guess I guess you would consider Tattoo like an assistant, right? Yeah. To Mr. Well, I'm not going to argue sidekick because he's always there at his side. Well, no, yeah, sorry, he, he literally is. That's he's an assistant. Would be a sidekick. Side, yeah, a sidekick would be kind of like an assistant, dressed just like him, that awesome. Yeah, like the way he looked, his hair was perfect. It was Rourke's mini me. He was, yeah. Except that, they didn't look alike. They didn't look alike. Ricardo Montalban. Okay, so Tattoo from Fantasy Island. All right. Yes, um, Tattoo's uh, my last guy. I'm going to go with one that it might be a little out of the box, but it's definitely this person was an absolute sidekick. Comedic genius, Dom DeLuise, Victor in Cannibal Run. Oh, he I is. am Captain. What was the same? Captain, Chaos. Captain Chaos. Chaos. Yeah, he was the he was definitely a great sidekick to J.J. McClure. He was his mechanic. <laughs> <laughs> he was Remember a mechanic. J.J. Yeah, he was a mechanic for J.J. And he he helps J.J. actually come up with the idea to take an ambulance because they could just whip through everywhere. Just click the lights on and go. And he was he's comedic genius to Don, him and Burt Reynolds playing off of each other in that film is very, very funny. And he's a great sidekick. But you want to talk about, you said about Igor Renfield getting abused. J.J. smacks yeah, Victor a lot. He's, he's yeah. abusive. He, he abuses he Victor a lot. And, and, but, and Victor's always there. And then Victor actually forms like this other character of himself, maybe psychotically. Because he has a psychotic brain. <laughs> like, but... He was always there. And then when he needed, when J.J. and everybody else needed dun, protection, dun, dun. here he comes to save the day. And he, I just think he was, a, he was a really, I like Dom DeLuise a lot. He's a very good uh, comedian, just a very good actor. And he was a great sidekick as, as Victor. Him and Bert did a bunch of movies Bert Reynolds, they, yeah. they had a very good chemistry together. And they, they were very funny. The best part of that movie was always the outtakes. But he was definitely the what a sidekick is supposed to be. He was there. He was in the passenger seat. He was ready to go. He could fix the car. He was took JJ's BS. And he was loyal to a fault in a way. Yeah. All right. So my last one is actually two because you can't choose between the two. And it's another Burt Reynolds movie. 
And we've talked about this one a bunch. Oh, here we go. Junior and Cletus. (laughs) Two different sidekicks in one movie in Smokey and the Bandit. Yep. I would say it's maybe the only film that has two sidekicks in it. And talk about a sidekick being abused. <laughs> Junior. Junior is abused. Oh, his father just berates him. Put the him. evidence in, in the, the car, car Junior. There is. I mean, he literally tells him he didn't come from his loins. Yeah. I mean, and when Junior just home, takes it. When Junior's I get home, I'm going to punch your mama in the mouth. And then Snowman's just great. Snowman is just great. And yeah. Bandit, Bandit couldn't do it without Snowman. No. Don't. Bandit could not do it without Snowman. And at the end, remember, Bandit's trying to, he's trying to say, we're, hey, we're done. And we're Cletus says, no, we're not. And he, he, Bandit's ready to throw in the towel. Yeah, not, not the Snowman. Could, could Jackie Gleason do it without? Yeah, Jackie, yeah. Buford could have carried it. No, he couldn't. I'll tell you why. All right. Because Junior has to be there to hold the hat. So the hat <laughs> oh. doesn't blow over the car. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> Daddy. <laughs> Oh well, yeah, but I like it. I, yeah, really two good. sidekicks, one two. Two sidekicks, one movie. I'd have to really think about that if there's another movie that had two sidekicks. I know, I, I can't no, I, think. And no. two very, very like important side. They played the yeah, each like lead on the opposite side. Yeah, had their buddy. Yeah, you know there was one. I'm trying to think. There was one there. It's gonna take some time to think about that. We'd have to revisit it. Yeah, in another episode where we talk about it. But there was, there was, uh, there was one sidekick. I was gonna put the two of them down because actually I think they're both sidekicks. Uh, but I left them off for the duo shows, Lenny and Squiggy. That's Don't a, you think that's they're a, both no. sidekicks? Well, that's, that's duo show. I would no, put them on my duo. duo. We'll debate that, but we don't have time for that. We're What's wrap what it. sidekick we just talked about? The shout out to uh, Buck Rogers. Uh, oh, uh, Twiggy. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Mel Blank. Really? Yes. Mel Blank was the voice of Twiggy. Wow. Um, We're going to wrap that up for today, I think. Yeah, I think today this will wrap up this edition of Bucktooth Gremlins yeah. here. Um, what's the name of the episode again? Today's episode was Sidekicks, right? Follow the leader. Follow the leader. Follow the leader. And um, our next show, we're going to focus a little bit on the... School days. Going there, because colleges are going back to school soon, or should be back in session. So, yep. movies and TV shows, the best about school. Schools, yep. we got to do a worst one on that, too, because nah. there's a lot of bad ones. We will. Uh, but, I, I, you know, also I want to mention a couple things. One, if you have any suggestions for any topics for shows, email us at bucktoothgremlins at gmail.com. Two... Like and review us on Apple. More reviews we get, more we bump up on that list, get some more listeners out there. Uh, and we thank you all for listening every week like you have yep, been. Thank you. Keep coming back. Brussels. We keep getting some followers Big, 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 big following in Brussels. We may have to go there. We may have to go there. We have to go there. What are some upcoming shows we're, we're thinking about doing? Definitely uh, school movies. We've, 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 we've got one called Higher Lower, which is going to be a, yep. a regular thing we're going to do, and we'll explain that as we go, we go right, down the road. Um, we're just trying to pick about who our first topic on Higher Lower is going to be. Schools we've got. Duos. We're going to no do doubt. a show on duos. Yep. Uh, I wanted to do one on 80s teen sex comedies because um, you guys all uh, say I'm freaking. Well, I'm out on that one. You yeah. can, no, you can you, do that's that gonna one. That's going to be a solo cast by Peter. <laughs> That'll be a solo yep. cast by Peter. I'd like to do something like sci-fi-ish or... Yeah, we definitely got some sci-fi. Yeah, it's just, it's just uh, such a narrow base, we'd have to wind it down more. We're going to do one on... on Genre? Car- yeah, we'll definitely do one on Carpenter movies. Yeah. Think, because we've mentioned him a lot. Yeah, and I definitely would like to do like the, the, the stunt one about the greatest stunts. How the greatest stunts in guys. movies, I think, is definitely yeah, going to be... And you're not allowed to bring up Duke the Hazard. Uh, See, we'll see. Okay, so that's it for th- this week's episode of Buck Two Friends. I am Pete. Much love, everyone, from Kev. I'm Sean. Okay, and remember everybody, stay bucky. Stay bucky.